everybody. Welcome back to the NWA Girl Gang podcast. My name is Erica. You can find me on Instagram at e.m.morales. I have a round table full of ladies. It's actually a we rectangle. Have, oh, a rectangle <laughs> table full of ladies. <laughs> Let's go ahead and introduce all around the table. Yes, this is Tiffany. You can find me on Instagram, Misha underscore mantra and style by Misha Mantra. And I'm Rachel, Rachel Fox. And I'm at Outside the Box Fox. The first O is a zero. And we have a special guest today. Dun, Go dun, ahead dun. and introduce yourself. I'm Daphne, and my Instagram is Daphne M. Scott. Yeah, welcome, Daphne. So we'll start there. Daphne, you are here with us today. We are going to talk about replenishing our energy, everybody. And energy. What does that look like? So if you know we're replenishing energy, there are days where we're meant to be super productive. There are some days where we're meant to be still and just at peace and at rest. So let's dive into the topic here. So Ladies, I mean, we're in 2020. It goes without saying, um, replenishing energy is a little more difficult, maybe than what we faced in the past. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, let's just kind of dive in. What are we doing, Daphne? Let's kick it off with you. So, in 2020, replenishing your energy, give it to us. Oh, actually, before you start, Daphne, I think it might be important to know that you're also a business owner, a small business owner. So, this last year has probably been really exciting for you. Yes, it's been interesting. I own a shop called Green Rose, which is in downtown Fayetteville um, on Block. You should come say hi. And I have had to really focus on structuring out rest in my life this past year. Um, And that just looks like, you know, turning off my phone and putting it away and sitting by myself or going on a bike ride and not worrying about the time I'm gone or when I get home or what chores I have to do and really just structuring out like, okay, this time's for me. I have no plans for the next four hours. This is my time. And just really putting in that rest because I know I can just go work all day long and forget that I need sleep and that I need to refill my cup. So how has that balance um, been maintained I guess you said that you started your business. Kind of tell us about when you started your small business and the timing and and what that looks like for you this year. Um, so we opened. I started the shop a couple of years ago, and we opened in January, um, which I always laugh because in retail that's considered dead season. So you have January, <laughs> February, which is like you know you're doing inventory, you are um, cleaning, you know, not the fun stuff. And so we started with that. Um, And then came the pandemic in March. We shut down for two months. And then when we opened back up, we weren't going back to full hours. And so that looked a lot like, okay, what hours do my customers need me there? You know, I need mental health time to where I'm not working seven days a week, 10 to six, and I'm completely burned out and I can't help my customers and I can't be there fully mentally because I'm so worn out and stressed. And Mm -hmm. that was definitely a lesson for me um, that I've had to hold on to. I've had to really kind of be my own buddy and say, hey, like, are you pushing yourself too much? Hey, how do you feel? Hey, you know, um, it's the end of the week. How do you feel? Is this was this a full week? Um, And now we do. So we're open Tuesday through Saturdays and then I get my two off days. Um, which I do not want to have to give those up um, coming holiday season, but who knows? Mm. And those days are I turn off my phone, 
I put it away and I'm out somewhere in nature, just connecting mm. back to what's important to me, what I love, what gives me life. Um, that's the whole purpose of the store is we connect back to the earth with what we wear. Um, and that's really important to me. And so it's been funny to have to like almost force myself like, Hey, no, this is your, you're done. Nope. No work today. <laughs> you're good. Like you, you made this day. There's nothing you need to do. It can wait till tomorrow. And that's definitely really hard for me to step away from something that I've that stresses me out in a way. Like I want to finish my project. I want to do this. And so that's definitely been a big lesson is you need rest. Yeah. And I I love that you said that you reconnect with nature. So filling your cup Mm -hmm. and replenishing your energy for you can mean, you know, being one with nature or spending time outdoors. Mm -hmm. I really like that. Yeah. And it's different for everyone though. That's the thing I notice is I don't, some girls get their nails done. Some girls like their hair done. Um, I just want to be on a trail or on water somewhere. And I think that's important to ask yourself, what do you need? You know, it's not about me. It's not about my neighbor's journey or what so-and-so is doing to be successful or how this girl's path look. It's, you know, my life is mine and I know what I need to rest. And I think we all, you know, it's a good time to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. I learned through COVID, the pandemic, well, you know, as we push through it, that working out was really important to me. So my best days are the days that I actually set time aside to work out. Also, knowing that I don't have to wear all of the hats at once. So working from home has been not any different because (laughs) my husband and I have been working from home for probably four years now at this point. And so, um, but I try to do everything at once. And so I believe the statistic is that you are 30% less productive if you're multitasking. And I've been a huge multitasker, multitasker. And so that means you're, you know, exerting a lot of energy, multitasking, multi, I can't say multitasking tonight, multitasking. Um, so you know, you're, you're putting out a ton of energy and a lot of brain power trying to do more than one thing at once. So it was hard because we had kids at home that weren't going to school and with the digital learning, I'm not even going to get started on that because it was just awful for us. But I started to tell myself, okay, you're not a maid today. You're not the housekeeper today. You're not the cook today because I'm going to be these things today. And while I was still multitasking, I was basically telling myself, giving myself grace, but basically saying, you're not any of those things. So yeah, the house was a dump, but I mean, (laughs) at, you know, at, at, I mean, it, it gave me peace in mind, peace of mind, knowing that I didn't have to force myself to, to do those roles, but you know, feeling better at the end of the day, like, okay, those things didn't happen, but I got this, this, and this done. So I think that, that, that could mean, you know, just really reevaluating the task that you have on a tasks that you have on a daily basis and what what is most important prioritizing is really hard for people it's really hard for me but once I really started saying you know I really don't need to do this yeah it was a couple I mean it was a lot of okay not a not a couple a lot of like drive-through meals and like quick 
pick me up things and you know, I don't know. Um, how do you make your life more accessible, I guess? Yeah. So Tiff, you and I work for, um, you know, in a corporate job mm -hmm. around the area. Mm -hmm. So what does filling your cup look like? So, Especially in work from home and yeah, I was actually super excited to work from home um, initially. I'll say that initially. And then, you know, after about the second week, it really started hitting home that, oh, my goodness, this is the new thing. Right. So unfortunately, during this time, my favorite thing to relax is shopping. Mm. And Retail therapy. Yeah. I don't necessarily have to spend any money. I can just go and just, you know, browse and get ideas and be inspired and how, you know, and that wasn't happening. So, you know, the natural thing, online shopping. But I didn't want to spend a bunch of money during this time when it first, first hit because I was like, right. I, I felt so uncertain. So I had to figure out if all of that is stripped away from me, rightly so, I didn't need to do that, what truly was going to make me happy. And I'm not an outdoors girl. I do not... Catch me on a trail, something wrong with me. Okay. <laughs> but I say that and I decided to go to Tanyard Creek, which is a local, I don't even know what to call it. Yeah, you know, I don't like outdoors, but it's park, like a park ish. Yeah, trail. Like, oh, y'all like, yeah, I've been there. That's my place. But anyway, <laughs> I went and it was so refreshing. It was so, and it was me and my daughter, and we hung out in the water, took goofy pictures, and it was so much fun. So honestly, I used this time to really re examine, like, what what will give me peace? You know, what mm -hmm. is I lit a lot of incense, a lot of sage, a lot of meditating. I got more purposeful with my meditating because I think before I would always run to it for anxiety. Like, oh, my God, I'm freaking out. Let me let me meditate. But then I try to make it more of a routine. So whatever your spiritual connection is, I feel like that was something to help strengthen during this time, mm -hmm. because so many things and amenities that we love and enjoy was kind of removed, you know, if yeah. you chose to right. remove it, you know. And so it made me kind of reevaluate. And, you know, it's, I don't have good days. Sometimes I have bad days, you know, with mm -hmm. the world constantly changing and, you know, uncertainty. I, it's a continuous journey to figure out, like, what will really make me happy? Yeah. You know, what brings me peace that doesn't require a dime? Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Oh, that's, that's really great. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it's cool, but it's not. I, I, make, I make it sound really cool. Right. And great. But it, it's hard because I love to travel. I like to fly. Oh. I like to go places. I like to hang out. I see all my friends. They going to Vegas and I ain't going because mm -hmm. right now for my comfort level, I don't feel comfortable traveling right now. So it's just it's a constant thing. And social media can really uh, make it a little worse. Because you see other people who have their comfort levels higher than yours that are out and doing their thing. And you're like, uh, and that's where the anxiety comes back. So it's, it's a constant thing. It's definitely not, I'm not there like, oh, I got this all figured out. Yeah, I'll go meditate and you'll be good. Mm -hmm. It's not that. It's constant, you know. Yeah. And to your point, too, there's so much that's been kind of out of our control this year that um, it might feel hard to feel like, okay. I now have the time to pour into my cup, whatever that might look like. And it might be hard for some people that, you know, are trying to pour into their cup, but they don't feel like they're thriving or that it's contributing yeah. to more productivity. So, I mean, Daphne, I just, I kind of want to ask you, I mean, how do you, and 
I mean, at what point did you kind of figure out, okay, this is what I know that works for me? And maybe what are some of the like trial and error practices even where you were like, I mean, because it's hard, like to Tiff's point. I mean, yeah. everybody's like, oh, try yoga or oh, try, you know, this. I mean, what, what if is you don't it? like yoga or medicine? Right. right. So, right. and especially Could being be a small business owner, you don't have bukus of extra time on your hands. So, I mean, how did you kind of figure out what was right for you? Um, so I actually, well, I've been in therapy for 15 years, so that helps. Um, but it's, mm -hmm. it's a journey. I mean, I don't know what the perfect fix for me is. Um, I actually started a 90 day challenge with a couple of my friends because I was like, okay, I want to be a better person. I want to take care of myself better. And I'm not good at like small self-care. So like even just brushing my hair at night before I go to bed, before I crash, you know, and stretching for a few minutes just before bed. It's like, you know, when you're in bed and you're like, I could get to the floor and stretch. I don't think or I've ever I could done just that. stay here. <laughs> well, you don't, you don't go to the floor and stretch. That's the problem. <laughs> and so we started this challenge and every, so twice a day, it's first when you wake up and first when you go to bed, you stretch, whether it's like across your arm stretch, you just touch your toes, you do one stretch. That is all we ask. Usually once you get to the stretching, you do a couple more and you enjoy it. Um, and then the other thing we do is we say thankfuls and then we drink a full glass of water. And it sounds really easy and really simple. And I'm on day like 40 and I'm pretty sure half of those days I haven't done it. It is so hard. <laughs> but, it, it, but when I do it, I feel so good. Mm -hmm. But it's hard. That's kind of like working out, though, too. Like once you getting there, getting yeah. started is hard. But then when you get mm -hmm. into it, yeah, it feels so good. It'll take me 30 minutes to get onto the bike just to go on a bike ride. And then I enjoy the entire ride. Mm -hmm. But it's something about it's like getting to the yoga class. Yep. And yeah. why well, can't keep a membership anywhere? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's hard, but you just you got to keep going because you're worth it. And you have to remind yourself you are worth it and you're worth feeling good. And it feels good to feel good and it's possible. And if you can remember those things and tell them to yourself, you'll get pretty far because mm -hmm. you just don't give up. And I feel like that's what matters. Is it hard to look that in the face though? And I'll kind of pose that question to everybody at the table because sometimes, I mean, there are times that I can look back where it's like, it's hard to say thankfuls. It's very hard to kind of audibly say that and put that out count there. Your, count your blessings. Right. And I mean, it's so easily overlooked, but just to take the time to audibly say it and acknowledge it um, was it was a really interesting point. And I mean, I'll just pose that question to you all. I like it. I'm going to flip it because that's what I do. I flip stuff, right? So like I, I think, I don't know. I'm trying to make sure I say this the correct way. I do think... I 100% agree. I think you should be thankful. And that's what I tell my daughter. I tell myself, oh, my God, you should be very thankful what you got. But I do have conversations with my child because I'm trying to build her. You know, I'm trying to get her ready for the world and for her to be very honest and real with herself. And I always say, you know, I remember one time my daughter said, I don't understand how a rich person can be sad. <laughs> because it, it goes into that category of they have so much to be thankful for, regardless of you. I know there's people listening like, well, money's not everything. But, what, you know, let's just go with the thought process that money can solve for some things. Right. And it can. It can solve for some. Yeah. But that's where you have to have a balance. And so I bring that to the point of while you want to make sure you're counting your blessings, it's OK to have those moments to feel bad. It's how you pull yourself out of it with those thankfuls, you know. 
So it's like a, I don't sit down and just write a bunch of things that, oh, well, it was me. Oh my God, I wish this, I wish that. But I think it's healthy to acknowledge that and then come up with a plan to get it where you want it to be. Or come up with a way to, you know, understand that this is what it is, but this is what I have. So it goes back to everything you just said. But I do give a healthy amount of time to say, I can feel bad for a minute. You know, yeah. you know, I can feel bad. I, I think we always, especially being a black woman, you know, you know, we're a strong black woman and come on, queen, you got this. Keep it going. And yes, I will. But I want to take this moment in time to feel what I feel and mm. acknowledge it. Yeah. Acknowledge that I yeah. feel bad right now. I am scared. I don't know what to do. OK, just an example. My daughter, I have to make the decision if she goes back to school next semester by like October 16th. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of pressure because I want her to get that in, you know, that experience of being in school. But then I still have some healthy concerns about everything that's going on, you know. Yeah. And yes, I'm blessed we have Wi-Fi. Yes, she has a laptop. Yes, you know, she has a cell phone to do a hotspot if the Wi-Fi goes out accidentally or whatever. Yes, I got the money to pay the bill. Yes, I have all these great things. But I feel nervous. I feel anxious. I feel like I don't know. And mm-hmm. I think it's okay for me to feel that, but at the same time, process through it mm-hmm. and say, okay, I don't know. Let's, let's try and make a decision. So, Rachel, and I kind of want to ask you this too. So Tiffany kind of alluded to being proactive, even in times of uncertainty or, you know, anxiety. I mean, what does that look like? I mean, because I know that there was a lot of uncertainty, you know, in this year and how, how are all of us going to react, right? Um, but I know that for you, you've been very open about um, your practices and what you've done to, you know, kind of contribute to your, you know, mental health. Yeah. Kind of talk about that a little bit. And at what point do you kind of make the decision of, all right, I got to make a change and I got to do something that's going to, even though I might not feel better by the end of the week, I know I still need to be doing something to get there. I, I think it is about just taking everything day by day. So at this point, I don't like, I feel like I should have a timeline of things that I want to get done by a certain, um, you know, a certain Mm -hmm. time period. Like, Oh, I want, I want this to be done by that day or this or that. And the timeline doesn't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and so I think I'm finding success by not having expectations or setting expectations, expectations and like taking each day by day. Um, I mean, and I think Daphne would, would be able to weigh on this too, but you know, there's things that become, have become almost ritualistic for me. And so it's like working out. If I don't work out, I know it's probably not going to be a better day because there's something about exerting that energy and taking the time to, you know, be mindful and to, you know, work my body in ways that, you know, you know, you don't normally do throughout the entire day. Um, so that I'm setting myself up for success, knowing that when I work out, or maybe that's, you know, lighting a candle or, Mm. um, you know, I'm very influenced by smells. And so, you know, I also know that I have better days when I do take the time to organize a little bit in the morning or in the evening when I'm when I'm actually 
organized are those tend to be better days. Um, and like silly things like I know Tiff and I were just talking about putting crystals in our bra. Um, <laughs> okay. So for the record, it's not that I believe um, crystals have a, a mystic or magical purpose. Um, what it really, it really serves me for being intentional. So even if I think like, okay, scientifically there might be a reaction to, you know, crystals and the body, but, um, you know, just wearing the citrine around my neck today, I'm being mindful that, you know, this is supposed to aid in this, that, and the other thing, but, you know, I'm being mindful of those those attributes. Does that make sense? Yeah, but yeah. let me clarify something because if anyone's listening to this that I work with, oh, okay. <laughs> um, my relationship with um, crystals and energy, and I, I do feel crystals, as does everything in this world, puts off energy. And so for me, um, with with research and understanding which which crystals put off what energy. I do carry them with me, and that's all I'll say. Okay, <laughs> I like that. Well, so well, let's clarification. Let's talk, uh, and I do, I do agree with you. I feel the same <laughs> way in that sense. Yes, and I think we all have different, uh, different uh, kinds of. We, we're all spiritual in different yeah, ways. Different relationships, but with whatever. Yeah, no, and we're all we're all religious in different ways. We're all spiritual in different ways. But something that we all do is we sage the crap out of. <laughs> Our houses and our and around ourselves. And I'm like, you know, I don't know if this is gonna work or not, but I'm just gonna light this Palo Santo right now and let's get it going. Because so I definitely, I believe it. I think it just clears the energy. And there's mm -hmm. different types of, um, you know, herbs or whatever that you can burn to clear energy, clean energy in your home. And that is something that I truly believe in. So yes, I I burn it. My daughter knows the smell all the way. Um, but yeah, she, I do that all the time. So yes, yeah. come to my house, you're going to get saved. Daphne, what smudge. about you? Are we, you we a believer? What, what is it that you do to kind of promote your wellness um, overall? And, and you know what? I want you to, if you don't mind, can you kind of tell us about how that deals with your business too? Because I know you're sustainable. They're I know, linked, yeah. Yeah, everything. And you actually sell sage and those things. So I would love to hear, you know, how that's incorporated because that's part of you. And I want to hear it. Love it. Um, so I love, I, I just, I think when it, what it really comes down to is how can I connect myself better with this earth that we are mm -hmm. on, that we decompose into, that we grow from, that we eat from, that we drink from. Um, I just think it's such a part of us that we have not even explored yet. Um, but I use essential oils. I have crystals all over the house. Um, I love a diffuser for smells. I like can almost control the mood of the day just mm -hmm. by running I'm the same way. I'm the, right the stuff. exact same and way. I love it. It's, I mean, it's like a science to me. It is a science, but, um, I nerd out over it. So, and so at the store, um, yeah, we have sage, we have, um, oils, we have, um, just so much stuff to come feel and smell and touch, um, retail therapy. Actually, when you said that earlier, that's one of the things that I love about retail. I've been in it forever and it is such a therapy. I mean, I, I've been on the retail side. I've been the therapist side, um, <laughs> which again, I love. Um, and it's just so cool. Yeah. yeah. Why was that important to link those two, the purpose and the intent into your business? Um, 
I have to have my values in my work. I worked for some really cool companies over the years. Um, and I kind of hit that glass ceiling where I was like store managing and I was working for a company that refused to recycle and had clothes that were made in factories that I cried when I researched them. Like it was just awful. And I couldn't find a company to work for that matched my values. I could not find a company that I could work for that really cared about the the footprint you leave behind, the investment in clothing, the investment in yourself, um, you know, where products come from. It's, you know, I go into stores and, you know, I can tell where a, a product has been from. My retail experience actually started in a, um, I first worked in a consignment store. And so I had to study binders of brands and understand like where the labels came from, you know, just everything. Mm. And just learning a lot about retail, I wanted to work for a company that I was really, really proud to work for. And that I would tell people, you know, I work for this company. And because I, I don't know if y'all feel the same way working for a corporate, but my job's part of my identity. It is mm -hmm. what I do. It's what I tell people. Um, and I love that. I enjoy work. Um, so I always knew it was important to me. And yeah, just when creating the store, it was just I needed to create something to where people could shop and just not have to question what, who was making this? Are they safe? Are the chemicals safe? What about the waters nearby the factory? What about mm -hmm. the village down the road? What about, you know, all those questions. Um, it was just really cool to be able to create something to where people don't have to yeah. um, question if it's good for the earth. I mean, you can throw everything in our store in a compost and you'll be fine. That's amazing. That's amazing. So kind of talk a little bit about, and I'll pose this question to Rachel and Tiffany, but you know, kind of Daphne alluded to how you have this purposeful intent and how you are pouring into your cup. So, I mean, ladies to each of you, is there something that is, we're pouring into our cup, do we always share it? Do we keep it private? Are there some things that we keep closer to the vest that we do to fill our cups? And is it important to maybe have something that's just for us? I have a really hard time telling people I'm struggling. So I think I need to get better about saying, you know what? I am burning the candles at both ends. That's one of my favorite phrases because <laughs> that's been like the story of my life of always just maxing out. Um, so now because of COVID, I have been able to slow down. Um, we were forced to slow down and that has, that has given me a whole new perspective so now I can see that I should be opening up more. I should be asking for help. Uh, I should be asking for you guys' help more often. Um, but yeah, I mean, like there, I know, I know there are days that are really just awful, but I just usually just, just take it in, just, just keep going with it where I should be saying, you know what? I could ask for somebody's help. I could tell somebody that it's not a good day to finish this or to do this or to hand this in or to submit this or whatever it is, because I just don't have any more energy to give. Um, and sometimes it's like one day, but other times it feels like it's like a couple days or even like a week. And, you know, I, I think, um, uh, Daphne would, has probably a lot more insight than, than me on this. Um, but, uh, I, yeah, I suffer from anxiety and, and it's like, some days are worse than others, you know, and it's like, I, I should probably 
let somebody do something for me. And that's really hard asking for help or sharing, you know, during a vulnerable state, you know, that you might, you might need uh, to tell somebody that you, you're struggling or you'd have no more energy. Um, I've seen friends also get really good about texting me back. And I'm seeing this trending and I need to get better about it saying, Hey, you know what? I can't answer that right now. Let me circle back with you in in a day or two and I'll give you that answer. Mm. Um, so I'm finding that really, it, it really interesting to me that people are just basically just laying it on the line and be like, you know what? I, I, I can't answer your text message right now. And it Mm -hmm. could be like a friendly social thing like, Oh, Hey, are we going to go out, you know, to catch lunch on such and such day and be like, you know what? I I'm struggling today. Can, can you come back and hit me up tomorrow about this? And I'm like, yeah, totally. Why can't I do that? (laughs) I want to be like them. (laughs) So I don't know. Tiffany, what about you? How do you read that your energy level is low? Um, and how are you listening to your gut? Oh, so I had a, you know, one of many um, breakdowns. I definitely had a breakdown. Um, and I, I reference, I think if you haven't caught on by now, you know, yes, I'm a single mother. And one of the biggest accomplishments for me, it's going to sound cliche, is what I've been putting into my daughter and who and the person that I'm shaping and the relationship I'm establishing that's breaking bad behavioral patterns that I've experienced within my family. So that's a big deal to me. And up until this point, while there's been, you know, motherhood, it's no book for it, right? You just figure it out as you go. I've been very proud of the, you know, accomplishments and our relationship. But during COVID, it it didn't, our relationship didn't change me and my daughters. It was that leader role started wavering for me. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to what I said earlier about that uncertainty. Guys haven't caught on. I'm a control freak. I like to plan everything. Um, I am the person that will be like, okay, what are we doing? What time? What are we going to do? You know, I'm that person. And with this, I could not do that in something as simple as run my household. So I, um, I never forget again, I'll go back to the decision to bring her into have her do virtual school. I, I was back and forth with the decision because I wanted my daughter to be very active. This is, you know, I want that high school experience all cool. Yay. Prom and all that. And yes, I'm that mom that was going to start looking for prom dresses now, which we we still, you know, things are going to get better. So we, we're still going to look right. Mm-hmm. But um, I had a breakdown and I had to call my ex-husband, which we have an excellent co-parenting relationship. And I had a breakdown and I just I and, you know, everybody knows I don't cry, but I'm crying on the phone like I don't know what to do. And, oh, and he handled it like a champ. He was just like, whatever decision you make is the right decision. And so at that time, he was a great support and had a really good conversation. So, you know, I can't tell you when I'm going to have that burned out, burn out and breakdown. I just can feel it. Mm. And it happens. I managed through it again, being controlling. Right. I'm talking through my breakdown. That's not good, y'all. <laughs> but <laughs> I managed it. It happened. And then I got myself together, went back in the house and just went back at it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. how I recharge again is just really the thankfuls. You know, mm-hmm. I had my moment. I let it happen. And then I went back into it. What am I thankful for? At least my daughter. We have our health. We have a home. We're not, you know, a lot of things that I need to understand that I have to pull myself out of that. And it's never that it's not that simple for everyone. And I'm going to tell you, I'm making it sound simple for me. It took me a while to get out of that. So. Mm-hmm. 
Stephanie, Definitely. how do you feel like the, I mean, especially the lack of control in starting your business when you first started off? How were you, for lack of a better word, just okay with it? How did you kind of feel like, all right, <laughs> this is the roller coaster, like, let's go? Um, honestly, I've lived a lot of life and I am so lucky to be here today. Mm. And it, and like thankfuls, it's, I don't know, they ground me. Like yeah. it, it brings me to a level of my worries are so silly. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. what am I worrying about? I have shoes on my feet. There's people that don't have shoes Yeah. at mm -hmm. all. Yeah. Like you have shoes. Great. You're winning. Mm -hmm. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's a humbling grounding kind of feeling. Um, but definitely just day by day. It's hard and it's going to be hard probably until like, I don't know, after dead season next year. <laughs> and um, I don't, I, asking for help is a hard one for me mm -hmm. too. Um, I definitely. What's your Enneagram type? Oh, I don't know. What? I'm a Taurus, that's why I can't talk to people. I'm a Taurus but, as well. But ah, I, yeah. I'm a Capricorn. What? what? Love it. <laughs> um, but I've been, so the way I've learned to ask for help, like I can't ask for help like it will physically not come out of my mouth like I will be standing there with tears running down my face and it'll feel like my jaw is wired shut and in my head I'm screaming just say you're not okay just say it out loud say the words I'm not okay just do it and I it's like a physical reaction mm -hmm. but what I do is I just I will go to my boyfriend or I'll call my friend Allie and I'll say I'm not okay I just need you to say okay or, mm. and, and a lot of it is just my, and it comes from expectations of when you go to someone and say, Hey, I'm not okay. There is an expectation in your heart of what you want them to do. Yeah. They have huh. no idea what that expectation right. is. Really but if I go to Matt for and those say, in the back. I'm not okay. I need you to just hold me until I'm done crying. Yep. He says, okay. Mm. Or, yeah. Hey, I'm not okay. I need you to do say okay I need to vent for you for a few minutes yep. and I need you to just say okay at the end I don't need judgment I don't need yep. help I just need yep. you to listen mm -hmm. and that was a big step for me of understanding what I wanted and then letting go of the expectation and not putting it on their plate yeah. and saying hey I'm gonna put all my negative energy on you now instead you're creating a space for it yep. to then for it to just release from your body and not go anywhere else I love that because, I mean, you're so right because sometimes you just need to talk to somebody. They don't need to solve it for you. You can solve it. It's just in the moment to think about how to solve it. It's just, yeah. It's too much. No, I get it. And yeah. it's so interesting how that's not – I was – just the other day I was on the way somewhere and I heard this song on the radio. Mind you, I never really pay attention, but it was It's Okay Not to Be Okay. It's a Demi mm -hmm. Lovato song. Yep. And I kind of sat there for a minute and I thought about it. I'm like – I don't think I've ever heard this sung like on like that messaging. It's okay not to be okay. Like projected out in pop culture without any association of weakness or failure. Right. Mm. And just that it's okay. Yeah. Yep. And you said that Daphne and it's like if I would have heard that at different stages or seasons of mm -hmm. life that it's okay not to be okay and you can just be yep. how much of a weight that would have lifted off of my shoulders at the time. And I feel like it's so, I don't know if it's maybe us putting pressure on ourselves yep. that mm -hmm. doesn't exist, yep. that we just yep. perceive that, oh my gosh, I have to do everything. It is, that is very real to me. Yeah. Or my yeah. husband calls me out all the time. Yeah. And it's just, <laughs> he, does he, nobody he swears that I create extra work for myself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I tell my daughter that like, 
I don't know. A lot of people may not agree with this, but I feel like a lot of times we try to deny our emotions mm-hmm. to fit a, a to to fit what's stereotypically right. I guess so. Like I feel, and again, if everybody disagrees, I get it. But I feel it's okay to feel jealousy. It's how you act mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay to feel some type of way about certain situations. It's what you act on it and how you act on it. So. I just think people need to just understand their emotions. If I see something that triggers me or makes me feel like jealous or upset, have your emotions, but control the actions that you put out. You know what I'm saying? Think through it. Like to me, I'm thinking about social media and news and like that stimulates a lot of emotions. I'm, I'm talking more like a situation. Oh, yeah. Like I see somebody drive by in a Mercedes. I'm like, dang, I want that Mercedes. Oh, I hate them. Why they got a Mercedes? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to process yeah, yeah. that mm-hmm. social media. Social media is definitely triggers, though. Like it adds mm-hmm. to your emotional anxiety and stuff. But just whatever triggers or gets it going, the feelings are OK to have is how you process them. And then what you do, you know, for yes. me. I- Everyone needs to go download the feelings wheel. It um, is a oh. colorful chart and it will explain to you all the feelings that you can feel. And so when you're feeling something and you're like, I don't know what this is, but I'm really upset with something. <laughs> you can look at your feelings wheel and go to anger and jump out to jealousy or go yeah. to sadness or go to joy. And it helps. Yeah. That's really I, I need to feel those feelings. Need a feeling then let them go. Yeah. Wow. Right. Right. The yeah. letting go too. That's acknowledge them. You have mm-hmm. to acknowledge, acknowledge them because they are there. If you mm-hmm. ignore them, they're just going to sit and settle down and hang out for a bit. Mm-hmm. But if you acknowledge them and give them truth and then let them go, they're gone. I give mean, them it, truth. It just it yep. leaves. Mm. I agree 100%. Do yeah. you think that we are giving our energy to things that we shouldn't be in these days? Oh, yeah. Social media. <laughs> okay. And that's I, what that's actually what I, think, I was thinking of too. But I was trying yeah. to think of something else where I give energy people. Well, yeah, people. That's right. People. We were people. talking about relationships. Mm-hmm. People, people, people. Mm-hmm. Social media. What else? But I think I think that's also a decision we make. I saw something that was like, if you're not changing it, you're choosing it. Oh, and that was something Boom. that when I, I like hear that. people complain about, oh, social media is so negative. I love my social media feed. It is my friends. It is joyous. It is happy. If I see something I don't like, I unfollow. See ya. Yeah. It's, oh, it's my like page. That. I can do mm-hmm. what I want with it. And yeah. I feel like people, I don't know, they've lost their control over it. It's like, it's, why? It's why do you think that social is? Social media. <laughs> it's what you could have it be. Scooby-Doo memes all day long, if that's what you really wanted. Like, it could be anything. I I know we were talking about, uh, in previous episodes, self-care. So self-care, obviously, very important for refilling our cup, right? But we were also talking about turning off our notifications on our phone, and that was really helpful to me and to Erica. Tiff did it for, like, a day and then was like, I'm over it. About an hour. (laughs) I want to know what was going on. (laughs) So, like... Erica and I, we might be more sensitive to what we see on social media versus Daphne and Tiff, where they're like, well, I don't care. This is not going to affect me, but it might affect us. So, I mean, that's where you would use your own judgment. You know, do I need to shut, you know, off my phone? I probably am that person because I work off my phone. You know, I have a digital platform (laughs) and I was previously in a marketing, advertising and PR background where my phone, like when I look at my phone, it actually stresses me out. 
Like I am to the point where I don't like looking at my phone, but I mean, I also do have, you know, a, a lot of really amazing things, you know, um, I've made some amazing connections with people on social media. I mean, all, everything that the, the girl gang is about is connecting women and non-binary individuals in our community. And I mean, nothing fills my cup more than talking to all of the amazing people that make up our community. So, um, the good definitely out outweighs the bad, but that's where we, you know, we talk about boundaries a lot. I suck at boundaries. So making sure that we have a healthy relationship, um, with creating boundaries and that's, do we talk about that? Yeah, we kind of talked about that, but boundaries I think are really important with, with where our energy goes and, um, yeah. And how do you draw those lines then Daphne really quick as kind of setting the boundaries as a business owner and what you're willing to kind of offer out to everybody um, in the community? I do a couple things and that is if it's the end of my work day. So I've come home from work. I've fed the dogs dinners, you know, I'm done like working, cleaning, whatever I'm done. No, like I am pieced out for the evening and that's, you know, my mind relaxes. Like I put on music I just, I give that time to myself and say, at the end of every day, I'm off work. I'm done for the day. And I feel like that's something I didn't do for a long time is I just keep going. And mm -hmm. I'd be like, oh, well, I can just edit these photos while I watch TV. Or I can just write this post while I do this. And it's like, I, you like burn me. out. And yeah. you have to just put it, and I'm such addicted to my phone. I mean, I work on my phone all day long. And um it's how I contact people. I mean, it's so, such a part of me. And um, that and then Mondays are my no phone days. We go out and we. Um, oh, my so see, you do have a too. no phone day. Yes. And that and then I'm trying to stick to just two to three hours of social media a day. How's that going? That seems like a lot, but it's, I mean, what is you the average? You can set a timer on the settings part of your phone, like where certain apps will close like oh. if you hit your, like, it'll send you reminders like, oh, you have this much time left. So like in the morning I wake up and I have my morning routine and I do like my content for the day and I do, you know, my stuff and I respond to all the messages and I do all that. And then, you know, I'm at work and it's like, okay, I'm work time, like no phone, like on the floor, like classic sales associate rules. Like I love mm -hmm. it. And, um, but it's definitely hard because setting that time limit is something my friend did and it's a tough one, but mm. it makes me more intentional with my Instagram time instead of I love other people's stuff. I mean, I love mm. the art that comes from people creating on Instagram. I will zone into scrolling for hours mm -hmm. and I just I'm a scroller. And so I have to structure my time to where I'm actually getting stuff done, because mm. if not, then I'm not intentional with my time and I'm not helpful. Like you said, with intentions, you know, you're setting yeah. that intention with yourself with the crystal and no matter what, you're going to remind yourself throughout the day, like, this is my intention. This is what I care about. And so it's definitely just like <laughs> trying <laughs> that ability to compartmentalize too. Mm -hmm. yeah, actually, it's yeah. so much easier. It's so easier said than done. Mm -hmm. Um, lots I'm, of trial and error. I'm a rule follower. So if I can make a rule, I'll probably follow it. Yeah. <laughs> 
See, I'm the opposite. I'll make a rule, but then I'll bend it. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, oh, well, it's really for this. But that's yeah. that's that's my fallback. Here's is the I, caveat. I, I justify reasons for multitasking. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a rule bender, too. <laughs> Maybe even a rule breaker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but I just they, need but, to stick to it hard and fast. But if you do know any, uh, you're familiar with Enneagrams. I am an Enneagram 3. My whole thing is being achiever. Like, ah. I am the achiever. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And for me, I get such satisfaction by checking things off. So it's almost like I equal success to how many things I checked off in a day when really it shouldn't be how many, but the quality, um, or the intention, like what you said. Interesting. What's your Enneagram type, Erica? I'm a three wing two. So I'm the achiever as well. Yeah. Oh, I guess we're we're the same. <laughs> a lot of life here. So. <laughs> I guess I'm seeing it all now. This know, makes sense, right? There we go. Awesome. I think you told me that I'm I'm a three wing two, mm-hmm. and four. Oh, I didn't know that there were more than one wing. Well, it's whatever is above and below it. Mm-hmm. Your strive, you want to be your number plus the number below it and the number above it, mm-hmm. and then you're like complete, mm-hmm. or you know. Awesome. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. We figure it out one day at a time, right, Daphne? Yeah. Yes. One day at a time. One day at Just, a time. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. All right, ladies. Is that it? I think that's it. We're Tiffany. Wrapping it up. Rachel, Daphne, thank you all so much. I really appreciate it. Self-care. Everybody everybody remember self care. Yes. Prioritize You're where you devote that it. energy. You're definitely worthy of it. Hey, in the meantime, go check out NWA Girl Gang. Make sure that you check out that link tree because there are some really cool virtual events coming up. There's a blog uh, link there. And then we're also taking some donations. If you didn't know, NWA Girl Gang is a 5013C. So check out that link tree in the bio on Instagram and definitely give us a shout out in the comments. Let us know what you think about the blog. What do you want to hear more of? What do you want to hear more of in the podcast? We would love to hear your thoughts and your ideas. We love feedback. Yeah. Yes. Give it's it to us straight. Helpful. Don't hold back. No. So, no BS. Full transparency. Yes. Daphne, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. We appreciate having you. Thanks, everybody. Right. Glad Bye. to be Bye. here. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>